Welcome to the Dealing With It podcast. If you feel like you're on the stationary bike of life and can't get off, this show's for you. We'll help you ditch your counterproductive habits, build rewarding relationships, and set goals you'll actually reach. Whether you're a workaholic or just getting by, we'll help you get out of your own way and create a life you love. Are you ready to start dealing with it? Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Max. And today we wanted to share a bit about how in our lives, we are typically the obstacle that we think is stopping us. And we really think that it's like an external thing that is in our way and we can't get through it because, and it's not our faults. But at the end of the day, you're usually the one that is stopping you. And this is one of those things you have to learn like again and again on your like self-discovery journey. And the reason we wanted to talk about it today was because I had a big moment lately where I had to basically relearn this again. Yeah. And if you're someone that's like, no, I'm not the problem. I can assure you if this is making you uncomfortable or defensive, I encourage you to keep listening to this podcast because something might strike a chord with you. Absolutely. So just just to start us off though, let's do a little, little check-in. So what are you dealing with lately, Lindsay? I, so as we all know, if you've been listening to the podcast this year, you know that I am recovering from a concussion. It's taken quite a long time. I've had my ups and downs, but I have felt kind of a jump in my symptoms lately. So I'm at like a new baseline, which is really great. I've been feeling more like myself this past month. So I actually got back on the Instagrams. I'm back on the gram. And so I literally was off it for eight months. Like, you know, I think sometimes we'll be like, oh, I'll go off Instagram for the day and like reset and recharge. No guys, like eight months. And I feel like I've done a lot of growing in my personal life and, you know, whatever. And now that I go back on Instagram, that was kind of set up for me pre-injury. I'm finding it's not like serving me as much as I want it to or in the way I want it to. So I'm kind of just reflecting on how I want to show up on the app. I really love sharing and I really love connecting, but who I'm following like isn't doing it for me or like isn't resonating or isn't inspiring me. So I'm kind of reflecting back on that and in the same way, Summer's coming up and I'm really involved with the water ski community uh, around my hometown in the Muskoka area. And again, I am coming into this summer as a different person with different physical capabilities right now and different capacity as before because I'm still healing. So again, I'm just reflecting on how I want to show up in that community, where my boundaries need to be. And so that's just been, been really interesting for me. Absolutely. And I feel like even though um, I'm not the one with the head injury, I still have really gotten a lot of benefit from your growth throughout this because I think you've really shown me how to be more intentional. And also, I think this is just a great example of how much you need to like detox yourself before you can really see the big picture, like how much space you need to get. Because again, like you said, like people detox for one day and then you go right back to your old habits. You do the same thing over again. You scroll endlessly like, yeah, like you're following people because you think you need to, like all that kind of stuff. And I think we're both getting to be a little bit more intentional with our energy and like what is pulling it away. And 
you know, I've been off my screens a lot more too, just I think as a result of you being off them, which has honestly been super good for my mental health too. So solidarity sister. (laughs) Yeah. I like that you said, get a big picture view because how often do we get the opportunity to like fully pause and zoom out, you know, like Mm -hmm. not everyone's going to get hit in the head and have to take this big, like life stopping, altering experience like I have, but yeah, so it's been really it's been really good for me and clearly the people around me. And I think that does kind of tie into what we'll talk about a little bit later, but basically just one last thing I wanted to add was if you can't get the space to see how you are without something, without a habit, like social media or like sugar or like whatever, you can't really know how you feel without it. Like I feel like that is a big thing of people just trying a little bit and then you don't get the full effect until you really commit to it. Mm -hmm. Love it. Rip the bandaid off. (laughs) Okay. So Max, what are you dealing with these days? So much, (laughs) so many things. I just like unleashed. All right. I've been holding this in. (laughs) I just to give you a quick, quick rundown, because I'll get into it more. But right now I'm launching a business. I am in school full time. I have a part time job. I'm also Lindsay's primary caretaker person and Bless just, <laughs> just general life things. And, and so, but the, the big thing that's really spurned this whole journey for me, I feel like is in the last two weeks, I really officially launched my business, which is called Max K Mindful Horsemanship. And I have a Facebook Woo! page now, guys. Go like it. <laughs> Please. Um, but this is something I've been working on for quite a while. Like it, it started at the end of last year as kind of an idea. And part of the reason I got the job that I have now was because I wanted to do these workshops with horses. And ultimately I really wanted to do mental health work that involved horses. And so um, at the beginning of this year, I think it was like the end of February, I pitched this to my boss and we've been like working through the details for quite a while. And we finally, finally finalized things about two weeks ago. And my plan was to have the first workshop today. And so it was just like a mad dash. Like honestly, the last two weeks I think have felt like two months. It's been such a emotional journey. There's been so many ups and downs just over the past two weeks. And like, we're barely even into it, Mm -hmm. but it's been, it's been very um, enlightening about all the stuff I still have to work on. So one of the, th- the big things I think we, we realize lately and we joke about this is we're very much idea people, but we're really learning that it's true that the idea is like 1% of the work and it's really like the most fun part. And then the execution is 99% of the work. And unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> you can't just have good ideas and then they just happen. Like the planning, we love doing the planning and having big and ideas dreaming and, and think the... about the future. But that is not what it's like in reality. Mm -hmm. So I really think, you know, like the online space just really spruces up entrepreneurship, be a digital nomad. It's so easy. You can do it too. All that jazz. Guys, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard work. In general, when you want something to happen, you can either be in motion in the planning stage and the ideas, and you do need that to an extent. But you gotta sit down and do the work too, or else it's not happening. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about this from kind of an entrepreneurship angle just because that's where I'm coming from. But I, I wanna say that this applies to any big leap you wanna do, like 
anything you want to change about your life, it's the same kind of process. Again, it's so easy. Like even if you just have a big idea for a vacation you want to go on or you want a new job, like it's Mm -hmm. the same thing. It's so easy to fantasize about it and think about what it would be like and be like, oh, that would be so cool. But the actually doing it, it's hard and it's super uncomfortable and it's worth it, but that doesn't make it any less uncomfortable. For sure. And something you said in these past two weeks when it was like mega go time and you were like running around on fire for a bit there is that when you do take that leap, the work you've done on yourself is the foundation that's going to keep you from crumbling because when you take this leap, you're going to be so uncomfortable, like you just said, and you're basically exposing yourself to the world, like risking failure, risking X, Y, Z. And it's so, so scary. And you said you're like, it makes all of your greatest, like deepest fears, your insecurities bubble up to the surface. So if you don't have those tools and you haven't taken that time to reflect, like that will be your demise. And that's also what we mean by like, you are your greatest obstacle. There aren't physical, you know, concrete walls in front of you. It's all Mm -hmm. up here. I'm motioning to my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like I think, you know, in, in doing this reflection, I think one of the biggest reasons people fail and the biggest reason that I haven't stuck with things in the past is because it really tests your mindset and how solid you are in it. And I think people miss out on doing a lot of the kind of pre-mindset work into it because once you're in it and you're stressed out of your mind and you're like, I don't feel like I know what I'm doing, like it's not the time to be trying to cultivate good habits. You have to already have the good habits and just be maintaining them. Like crisis is not the time to suddenly pick up a yoga practice and a meditation practice. You have to establish those things beforehand so when shit hits the fan, like you're already having it, you can deal with it. Exactly. I just listened. Well, actually, I haven't finished it, but on the Manifestation Babe podcast, Catherine Zinkina had James Wedmore on and it sounds like he's been through the ringer this year. And he said something like, you know, people always want, like we said, like you have this dream, you have this plan. I want to do X. I want to whatever. And they don't they miss the piece where it's like, well, what is that going to ask of you? What kind of person do you have to be to have said thing, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, we start, like we think we start making steps towards it. But as soon as it goes, oh, like you might have to reflect back on, I don't know, your micromanaging behavior or whatever else comes to surface. And like, we get there and we're like, oh, wait, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to go into that. Like, I didn't want to deal with that. Like, what's that? Like for me, um, my best friend and I in university started a personal care product company, um, put a little bit of cash up front for ourselves, got a grant, had a lot of fun with it. But as soon as it came to like make the next step of like, maybe we go to a manufacturer, like it did really well. But I was the one that stopped us because I had limiting beliefs around money. Like I wasn't comfortable putting more money down because I was scared and like, I didn't want to deal with that at that moment. And so that's ultimately why we stopped going ahead with it because I was like, oh, I didn't realize like I would have to like navigate this. And at the time I didn't have like the awareness or the language to like articulate that. But looking back, it's like, oh no, that was me. Those were my limiting beliefs that like shot up like surrender flags. And I was like, yes, I'm not doing this, you know? 
Absolutely. So I feel like there's kind of these two extremes of the spectrum um, of people who like want to do, you know, I'm going to say business stuff again, because that's just the example we're going to use mostly. Um, but it's like on one extreme is people who jump right into the action, but haven't worked to cultivate their habits and their mindset. So as soon as things get hard, it gets hard. It's like, no, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, it's just not it. And then on the other hand, I think is people who procrastinate by doing all the planning and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, even to be like, oh, well, my mindset's not like there yet. I still have more work to do. Like it is still an ongoing process. You have to find the happy middle of there is some pre-work you have to do, but while you're doing it, you can start taking those small steps towards doing the thing you want to do. You just have to have equal mindset and action pieces together and they have to be in balance because when they're not, that's when things start to go wrong. Yeah, and I think that is the perfect recipe to you know, continuing to take those steps forwards. It's like a little mindset, a little action. And then when you do that action and like, you know, you succeed at it, you're like, oh, like maybe I can do this. And it kind of, then you go back to your mindset and you might be able to get to the next level with it because you took that action step and like prove to yourself that you are able to progress with this. Yeah. Or alternatively, you take a little step and it goes terribly wrong and you have to be like, you have to deal with what comes up from that because one of those things and one of these things I've been working on a whole ton lately is neutrality because the thing is we attach stories to everything like success or failure. They don't actually mean anything about you. You make them mean things about you. And that's kind of like a little more advanced stuff. So don't we won't worry about that right now, but kind of to build on what Lindsay's saying, like it's important to realize that your subconscious mind is very slow to change and it holds on to the beliefs you have like with claws. And the only way to get your subconscious to change is to like change your thoughts and have repeated thoughts and repeated actions. And that's kind of one of the reasons that I don't really encourage people to just take like big leap after big leap because if you take a big leap and it works out, great. But if you take a big leap and it doesn't work, your subconscious is just going to kind of take that as more proof Told that you. like you're a failure or like whatever. So you have like, it's, it's better, I think, to work like little steps and to work on affirmations. And then when like to start with little things, so the stakes aren't as high. So when something goes right, you can be like, look brain, there's more proof that I am capable, that I do know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. And when things go wrong, it's like, okay, well, that's not such a big deal. I just have to try again. Like it doesn't feel like such a traumatic thing. Exactly. When something goes wrong. Yeah, and, and when things go wrong and it was a little stuck that little step that you took, I just <laughs> added those things together. When it was a little step that you took, it gives you the opportunity to deal with adversity, face it head on in a low stakes scenario, mm -hmm. right? Because why do you think that you're gonna be able to do this huge, humongous step eventually if you can't deal with the tiniest adversity that shows up? right? Like this is, it's almost practice. Like anything you do, things will go right and things will go wrong. The bigger the things are that you're doing, the bigger, like bigger things that will also go wrong. So in the spirit of taking little action, little mindset, little action, little mindset, these things will go wrong. They'll show up, but you'll be able to practice and navigate through these little things going wrong. And again, it'll teach you that you can do this and it'll put into practice 
sorry, it will allow you to practice for when you get to the bigger steps, the bigger levels and bigger shit goes wrong, but you've practiced it. So you'll have those tools and you'll have that mindset. Like I can do this. Mm -hmm. And this is literally how you build resilience. This is what you're doing by doing this. Like to give a little example. So I am doing these workshops and basically what kind of happened is I was, my, my launch ended up for the first one being so rushed that nobody signed up. And this, like, I mean, I've been up and down about this for the past two weeks, especially the last week, but it was something where, because I've been, I'd been doing so many little steps forward and, and things had gone wrong. Like, um, I applied to a couple different insurance companies and one of them was just like, nope, we can't cover you. And the one other one like took was taking forever to get back to me. And it just felt like one of those things that it was like, this doesn't even feel like it's meant to work, but I persisted and I persisted and it did work out. And so now when this thing is happening, instead of being like, okay, well, I'll just throw in the towel, like forget it. It's like, nope, okay, this one didn't work, but I know if I persist and I persist, then like one of them is going to work. Find a new route, find a new strategy. If you only tackle things from one angle, one way, it's never going to work. And by the way, everything we're talking about, I'm like thinking in the background, like this is all very applicable to like my healing journey as well, Mm -hmm. because I've been thrown a lot, a lot of obstacles. I mean, the head injury itself was a huge obstacle, but I really believe that how, where I'm at today and how much better I'm feeling than I was eight months ago has to do with my resiliency, has to do with how I navigate, approach, and view problems. I view problems as an opportunity to learn something. And that is like, you know, if, if you're not in the same place as us, if you're a couple, you know, steps behind or you're just new to this, you're just becoming more self-aware and doing work on yourself, that might be really hard. Like we're not saying, again, that might be a huge jump for you where mm-hmm. maybe you need to start with a littler step, but all of this is so applicable in other areas of your life. And I truly think that mindset is the most important piece to any and everything that you do. If you, you view the world through your lens and your attitude and perception of things. So just keep that in mind as we continue to talk about more business related things, because that's where Max is at. But that was just coming up for me. Absolutely. Well, I feel like even like with that, again, like this is a couple levels. So don't feel like you have to be able to jump right into this because it's hard. Um, but it's having gratitude when things go wrong. Like I actually, at this point, I am genuinely grateful that you did get the concussion and you did go through what you did because I feel like it's been such a good journey for you and for me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and it's, I I feel like if you said to the average person, yeah, I'm grateful my sister got a concussion, they would think you're crazy. For sure. (laughs) But it's like, that's the point you get to that you start to see stuff, like you said, like as an opportunity, like what can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. And that takes a lot of practice. And by the way, I don't want you guys to think we're all high and mighty. Like we still get super frustrated and like, you know, like again, the the concussion has been a big one. And this entire business thing for me has been an example of that. Like, it's not like something happens and we can always just immediately see like, oh, I see what there is to learn from (laughs) this. It's usually like, this sucks and it's hard and I don't get it. And then like, but then once we're through that initial like emotional piece of it, 
we get to be like, okay, what is there to learn from this? And I think over time we've gotten like quicker and quicker about it. Like the emotional piece gets smaller and smaller and we can go more quickly to like, okay, what is there to learn from this? What do I got to do next? Like, and again, that's literally just practice. It's just practice. Ultimately, I just think that our view of the world is like, this is all going to work out. How is it going to work out? How is this thing presented to me a piece and a part of this journey, right? Is Mm -hmm. it allowing me to tune into my intuition and my intuition is saying a hard no. And it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. maybe that's not it for me. And this is my opportunity to listen to the hard no that's in my gut. So it's all kind of just about like having faith that it's all going to work out. Like Mm -hmm. again, back to my healing journey, because that's the most relevant thing for me right now is that I have seen and heard just through listening to podcasts or whatever consuming concussion related media just to help me get through it but people were like identifying themselves as hi I'm Lindsay I have a head injury I am a head injured person and this whole time that never resonated with me that like viscerally I felt that this was a hump in my life and I have felt like that from day one and that I would come out of it on the other side better for it. So that has been my mindset the entire time. And I have always been very careful around my language and saying that I am recovering from a head injury. And of course I'll slip up every now and again, but I am recovering. I am on a recovery journey with Mm -hmm. healing my head. I think also one of the most important things I've learned and have integrated, like I think we both have into our mindset is like to be like, Believe that things are going to work out, but understand that they are not going to work out the way you think they are. Yeah. I think that has been like one of the biggest lessons. So as a little example of that, um, so I've had, I, this whole launch has been super rushed and I intended to have my first workshop today and it kind of felt like no matter what I was doing in the period of time I had, like I was posting on Facebook, I was talking to people when I had chances, like people weren't signing up and part of me was like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what am I missing? Like, why isn't this good enough? And I just, I didn't understand. I didn't get it. And then what happened this week was on Wednesday, I saw this um, person from my barn in the grocery store parking lot, weirdly. um, And they sort of came up to me, just weird coincidence. And they just told me that they had been having a hard time lately. And we had a brief conversation and then we like moved on. And I, that kind of stuck with me because it was one of those things that was such a strange coincidence that I was like, what is this about? But I didn't really think anything about it. Um, So there was that and like nobody had signed up for my workshop. And then lately I was reading this book about selling. Uh, I think it's called like selling the hug, selling the hug your customer way. I think it's by Jack Mitchell. Anyway, I was reading that and it was talking about how being like a genuinely good person and a genuinely good salesperson is about like doing the right thing, like being able to identify the right thing and to do it. And I suddenly had this epiphany and I was like, I get it. I get why this workshop, why nobody signed up, why nobody was gonna come to it because what this workshop was actually meant for is for me to use this space to offer this person space to just come hang out with the horses without anybody else around. And as soon as I thought that, I was like, that is the right thing and I need to offer that to them like, ASAP. And that is actually a thing I'm going to go do today. And I literally cannot think of a better way to kick off my business because this is exactly 
what I'm here for is to help people through horses, but ultimately to help people. And I like, and I'm so grateful now that nobody signed up and I didn't get it at the time, but I just had to trust. And it was really hard. And a lot of times I didn't trust that it was going to work out and it did. And it worked out even better than I thought it would. So I'm just so grateful. And this is just, it's happened over and over again, this thing, I feel Does like. anyone hear the angels singing behind us? Ah. <laughs> it's like, I I feel like I hear a lot of stories like this. Yeah. I mean, I obviously curate my feed online, but I just hear a lot of stories like this. Like, it all just worked out. All the pieces happen yeah. to fit. And like, guys, honestly, I, like, nothing is a coincidence I do not believe that anything is just a coincidence. I think things happen the way they're going to happen for a reason. And like you said, like you were butthurt during the week because nobody had signed up and you were ready to throw in the towel and like focus on something else. But you fit the pieces together. And again, like she might have missed this. Like this might have been something like the universe was like throwing her like a pebble, like tapping on her window being like, hey. Hey, this is the way. Mm -hmm. Come here, come here. So she might have missed this. And another thing, I'm like going back to this one podcast because it actually like really, yeah, really aligns with what we're talking about. But another thing in the James Wedmore podcast they were talking about was that, and this is entirely also related to my head injury, is that the universe throws you a little pebble, like tapping at you. Hey, hey, like little sign, you know, you probably don't pick up on it because it's so small. It's not significant. So it's not like rocking you at all. And then it's like, hey, you're not getting the sign. So it throws you a rock. It's like, hello, like pay attention to me. And if you're not getting that, cause it's really not like shifting you too much still, you're like, okay, like I'm feeling this and whatever, but it's not resonating. You're not taking action on it. So then the universe throws you a boulder. Or a Frisbee at your head. Oh. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, um, I don't, I think I shared this with you guys at the beginning with my head injury, but three bad things happened to me in the span of a month. And I think it's because I was, if they were all physical and I think it's because I was so laser focused and like going this one particular way that anything like emotional or mental wouldn't have rocked me. So I had a really scary like water skiing accident and then I nearly broke my foot. And then three days later, while I was hobbling around on my foot at a water ski event that I was hosting, I got hit in the head. And so that was literally my pebble, then my rock, then my boulder, because I wasn't paying attention. Like, it's funny, I had in my head last summer that I needed to slow down, but I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So I think like physical was the only way that the universe could be like, okay, girl, like slow down, slow down. So anyways, the universe had to come at you with a crowbar before you heard it. Like truly, <laughs> truly. Yeah. Well, I think in all of this too, what we kind of talk about, about just like believing things happen for a reason and believing things that are going to like, things are going to work out and like seeing the lessons and stuff. This is all about having faith. And I don't know if this is something we've talked about before. And I want to make it clear that having faith has nothing to do with religion. And I'm, I'm not a religious person, but I am a spiritual person and faith is super important and it goes along with mindset. And like, we practice having faith every single day. Like all of your beliefs and everything you expect to happen in a day is faith. Like the fact that we get up in the morning and we quote unquote know the sun is going to rise, like that's faith. And the fact that you know you'll go to work and then you'll get paid for it eventually, like that's all faith. 
that's that's <laughs> such a good point. Yeah, you're like, doing all this work. You're not getting the money yeah, that day in like, your hand. Everything wow. we do is faith. Like that, it's what we believe in. Like anything you think is predictable, it's faith because we don't actually know that anything is predictable. Oh, it's and all an illusion. Basic. Well, but basically that means you get to choose how you see the world. Like I feel like so many people feel like they have all of this proof that they're a failure or they're unattractive or blah, 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 blah. But it doesn't matter because we believe in stuff we have no direct proof for all the time. Like I believe the sun is the part of the solar system, but do I have any direct proof? Have I seen it for myself? No. So that literally means you can believe in whatever you want and it takes practice, but you get to choose. Like you're not stuck in believing that you're incompetent or that you just can't do something. Like you have a choice in doing this. And <sighs> sorry guys, I just got really out of breath this there. This woman is running out of oxygen. <laughs> she has a lot to say. I got really excited. Okay, what I wanted to say though is we spend all of this time. <laughs> sorry. We spend all of this time like worrying, especially is a big one, but part of having faith is like surrender, which means you're letting go of all of the worry and all of the things you don't have control over. And one thing I learned lately, and I think this was a, from a Jen Sincero book, was I think she said something along the line of like, worry is resistance, joy is surrender. And this is something I've been practicing a ton lately, which is like when I get worried about something, I sit myself down and I journal about like what the best outcome of the situation is, like how good it would feel, like how excited I am, all that kind of stuff. And it makes the worry go away. And this is again, something that you have to practice doing before the worry actually sets in. You have to figure out like what brings me joy, what lights me up. But once you can do that, you can get yourself back into that state and it helps you let go of the worry because worry is literally just taking away from your current happiness. It doesn't help you in the future to worry. Mm -hmm. It takes, and it takes so much energy to worry. Like I'm just thinking of this in, again, my healing journey, like worry causes stress, causes my body to not be in the optimal environment for healing. So it is like a disservice to you. And not only that, it's like totally lowering your energetic frequency. And so like, the universe is not, is going to meet you where you're at, basically. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, there. that's not to say you never, you know, think about the future or think about the things that, like, could happen, like, good or bad. You just don't attach so much value to the things that could go wrong. Because the reality is things are going to go wrong and you can handle it. You can deal with it. You have dealt with and handled every single thing that has happened to you, like, that's all the proof you need, in my opinion. Yeah, but and, and you don't need to deal with something that has not happened yet either. That's another yeah. something that happens yeah. when you worry. Yeah, and again, this is all stuff you have to practice and practice because I'm still working on the whole worry thing. I still worry a lot. Yeah, this is a lot of theoretical, some action. <laughs> we know, it's but easy, you got to apply it. It's easy to sit here and talk about this stuff, and it's much harder to apply it. So I, I promise we get it. We get it. We see you struggling. We see you working at it. It's so funny because we all think we're so special in that we are the only people <laughs> that are dealing with this and feeling this way. But just time and time again, I see proof that Oh, wait, it's not just me. And I see proof in podcasts, in media, in reading books, and talking to other people when you open up and share. And it's like, wait a second, you're going what I'm going through? Like, we're all human. We're all experiencing this humanness together. So just know that 
you really aren't alone. And I hope that you're able to like find some solace in this episode or able to like, you know, open up and reach out to someone who's like, maybe can empathize with what you're going through. But just know that this is not just you. It's not just us. It's not just you. We're all doing this. We're all in it. We're all struggling. We're all dealing with stuff. And persevering and getting through it. Go, girl. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. We missed you guys. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for hitting play today. If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share it on social media, or leave a review. You can find Lindsay online at Lindsay Mick on Instagram, Pinterest, or Facebook. That's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-M-C-K-K. You can find me, Max, on Instagram at MindfullyMax. We hope you'll join us again on the next episode of the Dealing With It podcast. Thanks for listening.